0: Welcome to the HTH Church Podcast. We are a church in the heart of Hastings whose desire is to build communities of people who are so passionate about being with Jesus, becoming like Jesus, and joining in with what Jesus is doing, that lives, families, and communities are changed and transformed one at a time. On this podcast, you can keep up to date with the latest talks from our Sunday services, as well as additional bonus episodes, which include conversations, interviews, devotions, and much more. If you'd like to find out more about the church you can visit our website hthchurch.org otherwise we hope you enjoy this episode
1: when i was asked to uh, pick a psalm it didn't take me much of a thought and i decided to pick psalm 27. Um, There are two reasons for that. One of it is because we can know so much about God, we can learn so much about God in the midst of our circumstances. Uh, But just looking and reading the psalm, the the way David approached God is amazing. But also there's another reason. It's a bit personal to me. Um, I don't know if you... uh, uh, you know, played this game or seen somebody play, because my husband does this with me, you're walking in the hallway and then suddenly somebody jumps out and then kind of scare you and I get shaken, I get scared. And he does that after five minutes and I still get scared. Um, So life in a way has been like that uh, for me. Um, Suddenly things have happened in my life and uh, it's so... uh, you know, I got shaken. I, I was scared. I was shaken for a very long time. Um, so, yeah. So, for me, this psalm throughout is good news. And even in the waiting, it is good news for me. So, let's look at the psalm. So, the writer of the psalm is King David. Um, it simp- it, the psalm is simply called uh, the Psalm of David. Now, we do not know under what circumstances David speaks, um, writes down this psalm. But if you read this psalm carefully, you will see David using some words such as fear, I will not be afraid, um, hear me, answer me, do not hide your face from me. Um, so we can safely say that David is going through some sort of a turmoil when he is um, writing down this psalm. So in the beginning, David um, starts off this psalm by saying, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? Now he is using some words such as light, salvation, stronghold, meaning a fortress, um, like a high tower where protection is offered. And um, uh, that is basically to describe God. But also, David is saying, um, he gets a little personal here. He starts to say, um, the Lord Lord is my light. He is my salvation. And he is the stronghold of my life. Um, I believe here, David is in a couple of you know, few verses, David starts to speak to himself. Here, he's putting himself in this place and reminding himself of who God is in his life. Um, he do- the good the good thing is, David doesn't take um, um, God's experience from somebody else's life. He is looking at his life. He is looking back at his life and saying, "God, you are my if we are really honest, it's very difficult uh, most times to see God in the light of who he is in the midst, when we are right in the midst of our circumstances or the struggles. Um, in my house, I know exactly, sorry, I'm just going to put this properly, could just keep slipping off. Okay. Um, in my house, I, ex- I know exactly how the furniture is laid out. Um, and in the light, I can walk about, I can see where things are, so that I don't stumble onto something and hurt myself. I know exactly what's going on. But the same thing if I do, turning off the light, it's complete darkness. I tend to um, go a bit scared, a bit cautious, and um, I'm not as free, even though I know the exact layout in my head. When the lights are turned off, I can't see anything. And that kind of puts fear in my heart. Um, another thing is, when the lights are completely turned off, um, I start to picture, imagine things in my head which are not even there until I go and turn the light on and see, okay, there's nothing here, nothing for me to fear here. Everything's okay. Um, I believe David is doing that. He is looking back and he is reminding himself of what has done in the past but also starts to declare who God is in the face of his difficulty, his adversity. Um, now, there are some great things that David has done. Um, we know all of them. Many of us know about that. Uh, God protected David from a jealous king, Saul. David speaks about it in Psalm 59. Um, there's another great thing, is psalm. We uh, sang the little song where it was the lion. You know, God protected David. Uh, i don't know if it was daniel or it was david or it was daniel but yes it was daniel uh, but god also protected david um from the lion from the bear and a giant looking man called the goliath and david speaks about that pretty confidently in first samuel um i've got to mention sometimes we tend to look at all the big things that god does like physical healing um, getting a job, or even financial blessings, which are true. We need to celebrate when those things happen with people. But also, sometimes we tend to forget those little things that God does when we are right in the middle of our difficulties. Um, one of the things that David, uh, God does for David, protects him, is by giving him a friend like Jonathan, who was his wise counsel. And he was protecting David while he was going through this whole King Saul turmoil. Um, another thing was God protected David by giving him a mentor like Samuel, who spoke into David's life uh, constantly, or even in the beginning. I'll share a little testimony um, now. Um, I remember a couple of years ago I was at the hospital. Um, I was admitted for a surgery, and uh, the surgery was a little bit delayed, um, and. Uh, Finally, when the doctors decided, right, we're going to take Pranathi into the surgery, um, I started to fear. There was something, because in the previous, in the last couple of days, the doctors were saying, if they took me into the surgery, I'm going to die. So that's why they kind of delayed it. So when they finally decided to take me into the surgery, they, it was all rushed up. And I remember very distinctly that I, because I was so fearful, I wanted God. Um, I wanted to pray with somebody, somebody to pray for me at that moment um in person because it was COVID time, my husband wasn't there, nobody was around me. I remember I literally wanted to drag a nurse and ask her if she was a Christian and pray for me. I was so desperate because part of me in my heart, I was like, if I pray and leave it to God, it's going to be all right. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, but also I was fearful because of what the doctor said previously. Um... And it so happened, one of my really good friends, who happened to be working in that hospital, she she didn't know that I was being rushed to the surgery. There was ju- I didn't even know when they were taking in. They just told me they're gonna take me in. So she came and she came to my door. And when I'd seen her, I was in tears. And I was like, can you pray for me? And she was like, I will, okay, I will pray for you. And she prayed for me. And once she's done that, I was like, God, whatever it is now, I'm okay. I I really had that sense of peace in me that when I go in, it's going to be all right. Um, So that could have been a very little thing for her or for somebody else, but it was such a big thing for me because right in the midst of of what I was going through, and I prayed that little prayer and God sent me her, um, David is saying, God, you are my light you will lead me through my life's challenges and uncertainties. He's saying, God, you're my salvation. You will keep me away from danger. You are the stronghold of my life, a place of refuge and safety. Now, another thing that David is saying here is, Lord, you are. He is not just looking at his past and saying, um, you know, it's something that God has done in the past, or maybe it's something that, is, that God is going to do in the future. He's saying, God, you are, you are. So he's looking at the past, not just looking at the past, but he's speaking it into his present reality. Um, right. So, secondly, sorry, <laughs> still in the second point. Um, secondly, Once David starts to speak to himself, now he's moving on to God. He is, after he reminded himself of what it is, he's like, right, I'm going to speak to God. So in the next few verses, from verse 4 to 13, David is pouring out his heart to God. But there was something that drew my attention here, um, which is his very request here was not, God, take my problems away from me. But instead, he was saying, um, God, I want to know you. I want to know you more. Which he does speak about his problems later. If you look, if you read the psalm, he does. But he's saying here in verse 4, "'One thing I ask from the Lord, one thing do I desire, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple.'" David's saying one thing Lord this is one this is the only thing that I want from you um, I believe David is saying, go oh, whatever I've known about you in the past for me is not enough. I want to know you more show me who you are and then he goes on to say in verse um, eight saying this I will see, sorry, saying I will see God's face. That is pretty much his presence in the old in the Old Testament face means God's presence. Um, but also he's saying, I also want to inquire, which means consult. Now we go to the doctors if we've got a problem with our health or you know, with our health mainly. <laughs> um to consult them about our problem. So that's what David is saying. God, I just not want to seek your face, but I want to inquire in your presence with you about this problem that I'm having. Um, Christian walk, you would agree with me, is full of challenges and full of choices. We have a choice to love, to forgive, to give, to believe, and also to choose to trust God. Now, David here makes a great choice. He makes a really good choice. David chooses to seek God's presence in the midst of his difficulties. In Luke 10, Jesus tells Martha when she was getting worried and stressed about certain things that were were affecting her at that time, he looks at her and he says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered and anxious about so many things. But one thing is necessary, for Mary has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from from her. Jesus Christ is the ultimate manifestation of God's presence with us. In the midst of uncertainties, we have God's presence that will never be taken away from us we've been given his Holy Spirit in John 14. It says he is our comforter. He's called the comforter. He will comfort us in difficult times. Finally, um, after David does that, he speaks to himself, and then he speaks to God. And now, finally, David's turning his attention to us, you and me. In verse 14, and he finishes this psalm by saying, wait for the Lord be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. I honestly wished the ending was a little bit different um, or even say, you know, David mentioned how long? How long do I need to wait? You know, it'd be good to know how long to wait. Um, Just to make a note of this, David David was not new new to waiting. He waited 15 years to see God's promise of him becoming a king of Israel being fulfilled in his life. And his waiting was not easy either. And we know a couple of other famous people in the Bible who waited. Abraham and Sarah, they waited for 25 years for their promised heir. From the time God said, they waited for 25 years. Joseph waited 13 years. Not again. It was an easy wait. He waited 13 years before he was set free. Jesus waited, I love this, Jesus waited 30 years to do what God has called him to do. So if you are waiting, you are in good company. In Romans 15, Paul says, for everything that is written in the past and written to teachers so that through the endurance taught in the scripture and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope again I'm going to share a little testimony here <laughs> um, I wrestled with God for quite a few years um, and I felt really disappointed with God because I felt God was God has disappointed me not once not twice over and over again um, and I felt like my waiting for, was forever and I still feel like that and um, Recently, pretty, f- a few months ago, I was going through a different crisis in my life. Um, I felt like nothing was working for me. Everything that I touched was pretty much hitting the walls. And I felt like an utter, utter failure. <laughs> um, was I angry with God? Yes, I was. Of course I was. I was really angry with God, not just for what has happened, but of all the years of um, things that I thought was happening because of God. Normally, I would separate myself from God for that moment, um, but this time, I was challenged to look back at what God has done in my life and face this problem, believing God is on my side. It made a big, big difference. <laughs> Every opportunity I remember I got, I just soaked in, um, in God's word and in prayer. To be honest, not, not much happened in the beginning, but... Um, after some time, I've started to see a shift. Um, I remember I started to experience God and see my problems in a very, very different light. I had this peace since that I cannot explain in words. I'm not perfect, as some days it is a struggle, um, but in that, I'm reminded how much more, even more than I need God. To make it clear, my circumstances have not changed even a bit, (laughs) but I believe I started to change in the process. And I am so grateful to God for that. In Isaiah 26, it says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. That's New Living Translation. God's thoughts and words are in the Bible Um, Jesus is revealed to us in the Bible. I think David might not have known, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe later. (laughs) David might not have known um, who Jesus was as much as we know about him and of him now. But he knew the Father. Jesus says in John 14, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So David knew the Father because when he was addressing this... um, psalm, he was addressing it to Yahweh, um, the name for the God of Israelites. I read a really amazing book recently, um, Tyler Staten, in his book, Praying Like Monks and Living Like Fools. He quotes, Scripture makes it clear God collects two things, prayers and tears. The world in its current form is passing away, But our prayers and tears are eternal. In Revelation, it says, one day God will wipe away all our tears. And for me, my prayers will be answered. And that's the reason this whole psalm is good news for me, including the waiting. (laughs) Now, Jesus is our light because he is our light. He is called Light. Jesus is our light. He brings us salvation. So He is our salvation and He is the stronghold of our life and our hope is in Him. Therefore, David says, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Amen. Um, um, If it's okay with you, um, can I ask, if you're able to stand up, do stand up, but if you don't, that's fine, just be seated where you are. Um, It's it's sometimes really difficult, like how I said, to um, look at our situation, because it might be really, really hard for us, but look at our situation and say, God, you are in control. Um, So close your eyes, and if you may, whatever it is that is causing you fear, um, for me, sometimes it's my future. I get afraid of my future. I don't know how it's going to look like. But whatever it is for you, your disappointments or um, your struggles, your health, your job or anything, any unanswered prayer, I want you to lay it down in front of you. And even as I... I want to read the first few verses of this psalm again. And I want, if it's okay, for you to echo it in your heart. And while you echo it, believe it. Um, i give you a few seconds to do that. The Lord is my light and my salvation... Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident."
0: Thanks for tuning in to the HDH Church Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, why not share it with someone you think would appreciate it? And be sure to subscribe to our channel to get notified when new episodes are published. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you have a great day.